So, working from home, but that's fine. We hook up with Thomas Mulcair now, also in all likelihood working from home, CDV political analyst, former leader of the federal MP. Thomas, nice to have you. Good morning. Good to be with you, and I hope you're feeling better fast, John. I'm not, you know what, I'm not feeling too bad. It just, eh, I was on the sketchy side, so here we are. Um, Smart. Let's actually just pick up with where I left off before the break, and that is Donald Trump. He says he expects to be arrested tomorrow. Uh, He's not impregnable because, frankly, I think Donald Trump is on a slow fade. But I don't think being arrested and prosecuted is going to amount to anything. I I couldn't agree more with what you just said on a slow fade. I'm anxious to see what type of protest he's able to garner for this eventual arrest. It does seem it would be a passing strange that he would give something so specific and have nothing to back it up. So if he's saying that he's got it from an inside source that he's about to get uh, arrested, it's pretty safe bet that that's going to happen. Is anything going to come of it? I agree with you. Uh, not a heck of a lot because this is all very stretched out stuff some of it has to do with stormy daniels some of it has to do with paying people whether that is an illegal con campaign contribution come on give me a break <laughs> given what this guy's been up to for for years it, it, you know this is all chump change but the prosecutor's office in manhattan seems to be hell-bent for leather to to go after trump one way or another i don't think that trump's completely wrong when he says you know that they are turning over every single stone to try to find anything that they can about him. And, you know, like everybody else, he'll be presumed innocent and get his day in court. The Americans are very good at that. They bring these things forward quickly, at least. Yeah, although I do find it interesting. I mean, he's a lifelong crook and and grifter. And it's almost like we just said, okay, everyone gets it. You're a crook. Exactly. And, of course, you know, the the famous Persons Act, that law that nobody actually ever gets to see, that the one that says that people who are rich and famous can get away with almost anything. Trump was kind enough to explain some of the chapters of that law to us when he said that he could go out onto a main thoroughfare in New York and shoot somebody in broad daylight and nothing would happen to him. And you know what? He might have been more right than wrong. There is this thing in the United States where people just love celebrity. This guy was on Celebrity Apprentice. He, you know, he doesn't have any skills, no experience, no expertise to run the most important country in the world. The good news is they've got sufficient institutional memory that the thing went on autopilot for the most of four years, including a horrible pandemic, and somehow they were able to get rid of him. Oh, no, that was a conspiracy, too. Mm-hmm. He actually won the election. Okay, so uh, where are we in this whole, I don't know, are we going to call it China Gate uh, business? Because yeah. we had the column this weekend in the Globe and Mail, yes, which I'm sure you have seen. Yep. I find yep. that very Jean Le Carre. And then we have yes. the assertion that maybe China was interfering with the municipal election in Vancouver. I think that the Vancouver election is the clearest case of everything that we've seen so far. And the information that CSIS has, uh, not all of this has become public, would include actual wiretap evidence of interference at the highest political level by people who are working for the Chinese government in Vancouver. I think, John, this is this is the one. This is the, the straw that will break this camel's back. I think that Trudeau has thus far been able to stall a little bit. He handed it off to the very respected David Johnston, as we had actually predicted. We've given, you know, Johnston's name as one of the only couple of people who would be able to do this. It's proven more controversial than I would have thought. Conservatives went after it strongly, but now Johnston's got his work cut out for him because there's there's no dodging this thing. There will be a commission of inquiry. Trudeau has no ability to dodge that, but he's going to try to limit it as much as he can so that none of it reflects badly on him and his government. A book just came out in the U.S. saying that American 
sources were very concerned about Chinese presence in Canada. I don't know if you saw this great work that was done by Elizabeth Thompson and other journalists going through reams of international information to discover that through holding companies and you know fake companies being brought forward to hide who was actually behind the ownership, that the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese government now owns forestry interests in Canada that are four times the area of Nova Scotia. And this is the type of thing that happens when you're not paying attention. And Trudeau clearly wasn't paying attention. He was being briefed on this stuff. Did he sense, ah, overall, if they go after more conservatives than us, we'll be winners? And he just let it go, figuring that it would never come out. That's where the whistleblower letter is so important. We don't know who wrote that letter, but the person is using the term whistleblower intentionally because that gives them a certain amount of credibility and protection. Obviously, it's a huge problem if people in our security apparatus are actually leaking stuff to the press. So that's where we are right now. Uh, apparently, this is the anniversary of the NDP supply and yeah. confidence deal. I had an interesting yeah. conversation. I think it was Friday with Jagmeet Singh. He dropped into studio. He nice. still says that the leverage the NDP has on the Liberals is worth it to the NDP. I always look at stuff like this, though, Thomas Mulcair, and having been the head of the NDP, I'm sure you have thoughts yeah. on it. Um, the NDP can always score moral victories, but they never win. Well, what's going to happen here, of course, you can just imagine, John, in the next campaign, you've got your volunteers knocking on doors saying, vote for us, those liberals are scoundrels. And the question will be, well, if they're so bad, why have you been backing them and propping them up for the past few years? And that's the thing. So I think that Singh realizes that now that he's into that cycle, he's got to play it for all it's worth. So he gets to say, look, we've got dental care for kids now. We're working on things like bringing in a proper, you know, medical cover, sorry, prescription drug coverage for Canada, something that we still don't have. So this is the type of thing that's always been on the agenda for the NDP. We have $10 a day daycare, which was one of the key items in our campaign in 2015 against Trudeau. So Trudeau's been stealing, you know, bit by bit, a lot of the stuff in the playbook for the NDP. But it's interesting, Singh is propping him up, but I don't think that Trudeau would be brought down even if Singh decided to vote against him. Because I think, for example, that the Bloc Québécois mm-hmm. would have no interest whatsoever in calling the general elections, and they have more than enough seats to, to keep Trudeau there. So we're going to see. I, I don't think that Trudeau's going to be in power for much more than another six to eight months anyway. He's going to be the one to decide to pull the plug when he thinks he can win an election against Pierre Poilievre. I think that's the simplest answer. Okay, so this week Joe Biden goes to Ottawa. I'm all excited because it looks like I've scored a ticket to go and sit in the house and watch Joe Biden speak. What are you expecting from this uh, summit? I'm expecting for Justin Trudeau a little bit of a respite. He's going to have a break from all of the news coverage of the Chinese intervention in Canadian elections provincially, federally, and now we know municipally, gives them something else to talk about. The Americans are going to come in with a certain number of things, clear messages. We're talking a lot about NORAD right now, John, you know, the importance of putting in the money and putting in the infrastructure to look over the horizon because that's still where the danger is. And so Canada has got to take its role seriously. We're still underspending. We're way off from the 2% GDP requirement of NATO. We've never been able to justify why we spend so little on defense around the world, although we did step up to the plate with regard to Ukraine more than a lot of other countries did. So we get to talk about that. I think that there'll be some stuff on immigration, the famous Roxham Road, the people Mm. who are crossing by tens of thousands irregularly. It's a huge political sore point, and Trudeau's going to have to come up with an answer to that. There will be some wording on immigration and borders at some point during this meeting.
Okay, so what's it like when you were sitting in the house when you have, uh, you know, an international figure speaking? It's always very respectful. And I think that that's one of the most delightful Canadian things, because you can be sure that on some side of the house, somebody's got a bone to pick with somebody. And, you know, it could could go sideways, but it's always so respectful. We do have a profound respect for our institutions overall. And so on some occasions, you'll bring in the Supreme Court justices who will be sitting there with their red ermine, uh, their red, you know, uh, cloaks and their ermine collars and and it's and it's a good moment i mean whether it's somebody like a religious leader like the aga khan or the president of france uh you know francois Hollande who, who was in so these are great moments for our democracy because we get to shine and we get to hear what other people think about us and, and it's really good and i think that biden by the way is quite good at this stuff he's he knows how to hit the right tone and he does seem to have a singular personal uh, attachment to justin trudeau i think the two of them hit it off and for trudeau as i say a bit of a break this week uh, from from everything that's been out there with regard to chinese interference in our electoral processes thank you sir always a pleasure great to talk to you john